Hey guys, it's Karen. As you know, I adopted my pup Rocky from a local rescue. When people asked me what kind of dog Rocky was, I was always stumped. I used an Embark Dog DNA test to decode my most puzzling questions about Rocky. You can also learn about your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlock over 350 breeds and screen for over 200 genetic health risks. Save $50 on a breed and health kit with promo code KIT at EmbarkVet.com. Again, that's promo code KIT. Picasso is the modern way to buy, own, and enjoy a second home. It is not a resort timeshare. It is real estate co-ownership. We help you find the second home of your dreams and then bring together other people to co-own with you. And with our full-service management and easy scheduling, there's less hassle and expense. Learn more about co-ownership and see current listings at Picasso.com. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. With so many things wanting your attention, it can be hard to focus. The HP Spectre X360 has focus mode for multitasking and productivity. There are a million things happening all at once. Emails, text messages, scheduling appointments, rescheduling appointments, so many windows open, even more tabs, and noises. So many noises. It can be hard to focus on your thoughts. Which is why the HP Spectre X360 2-in-1 Convertible PC with Windows 10 has focus mode. So you can focus on your thinking. HP Spectre X360. A more thoughtful laptop. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! So I was off yesterday, Mike Harmon, being the power of positive thinking guy, getting Zach Wilson in the right frame of mind to throw footballs for the Jets. It's a bit of a work in progress, Yay. but, uh, you know, I'm kind of like the guy in the progressive commercials where I'm trying to teach you not to turn into your parents. It's kind of what I'm doing with Zach Wilson. Just a lot of wasted time, it would appear, at least in the moment for you then. <laughs> nah, Kobe, it, it's, it's like, uh, you know, the jokes that folks make in the legal world or if you're getting into therapy, whatever. It's like you might have a breakthrough, but there's a lot more we need to do. It's not all solved in one session. So keep on coming back. Likewise, your attempt to find some QB competency in Zach Wilson is going to be a lifelong pursuit. And you know what I have right now in front of me? The opening montage of Hard Knocks. It's a beautiful world tonight here on a Tuesday. Welcome back. Thank you, buddy. And listen, do we really need a sign that says live, laugh, love? The answer is no. Uh, So, yes, there is plenty of football to get to tonight. Yes. I'll tell you why I'm. I'm not worried about Zach Wilson, and it's for a different reason than you think. It's not just because I'm whistling through the graveyard going, now everything's going to be fine because if it's not, the alternative is terrible. No, no, no. There's a reason why I'm feeling okay about Zach Wilson and the mistakes, many of them, that he is making so far in camp. Uh, We got the debut of Hard Knocks. We're going to find out that Ezekiel Elliott really doesn't know how to wrap a present for somebody, which is really embarrassing that you get to, you know, 25 years of age. Don't know how to wrap a present. No, no, no. See, I'll I'll argue the other side for him. Why? There's nothing that would stop you from knowing how to wrap a present by the time you're 25 years old. Sure there is. No, there isn't. Plenty of opportunities where you just grab something on the way over to where you're headed and say, here. 
i.e. a bottle of wine, maybe a snack, whatever you're bringing yeah, you, oh, to you, a you, cookout, that's, that's, you, whatever. You were, bringing, you were bringing wine when you were like 16, 17 through high school. That's what you were bringing to parties? That was you? You were that guy? Sure. Because you were always sucking up to the parents. It wasn't Who's about the person cookies? you were going to. Jimmy's bringing cookies. Harmon's bringing the ripple. You know, he so found you himself a nice bottle. <laughs> no, but the, the point being, and look, and I was just thinking 21 to 25, the way you framed it, is you're a professional athlete. You pay people to wrap presents and get those wrapped for you. Okay. Or you go someplace and say, you guys got a wrapping service? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Can you wrap that and make a card out? You cool. still you still learn how to do it by the time you're 25. You still oh, learn no, how I've, to wrap I've a present. I've seen abject failures. That's what you do disasters. when you're 12 years old, Dad. I don't want to wrap a present. What? No, I want. I, can I have somebody wrap it for me? Let, let's do that. I'd, I'd rather do that. I don't well, want to. Maybe maybe he also older. came from a time and a place where he wasn't given a bunch of presents, or maybe Mom really? did all the wrapping, or Is Grandma, he, or he got, whoever. He he didn't get anything at Ohio State. No one, no one ever gave him anything. you. Allegedly. He walked around campus going, oh, that's only Ezekiel I think that was one of the questions we weren't allowed to ask him when he sat down at the table at the Super Bowl a few years ago. There was a long list on a laminated card. I stopped reading after the second line. Uh, but when you get down to it, I mean, you could go your whole life with someone else performing that duty. Right? I mean, you, you, you're in a relationship. Maybe you always have your boyfriend or girlfriend do it. You get married. Maybe you have your husband or wife do it. I see people are creative and getting out of things they don't want to learn how you to have do, wrap man. your own present. Hey, listen, here's Some a folks don't know how to take out the damn garbage, Smith. Is, is this my present? Yes, it is. But So wrap it because I don't know how to wrap it. So wrap it, then open it and look surprised. We can take pictures. Well, if someone really needs to feel the, that the wrapping's important, I think the thought of bringing you a gift is enough. If the wrapping wasn't important and stuff would be under the Christmas tree with no wrapping around it. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Look what I got. Everything. It's guy. Oh, see it all in three seconds. As long as there's Christmas a tag telling telling which of the vultures that are circling around the tree it's for. Hey, that's all that matters. Dude, come on, man. Opening the present is the best part because while no, you're because opening it's, it's it, yes, trash. It is. Trust me. No, no. Because there's still hope while you're opening the present. Once you open the present and if it's probably a 50% chance of something you don't want, then you get depressed. But while you're opening it, you still think there's a chance. Hey, maybe it might be something I really, nah. really like. It's really heavy. It's it's big. How am I going to get this back on the plane? I, I, I'm not, not going to use this. I don't know what, what it is. In that, but while you're opening it, hey, okay, maybe I'm op- maybe it's going to be something I really want, like a custom-made pair of jet sneakers, you know, with the jet plane on it and the logo, and it's green and white. Oh, no, it's, it's just a pair of slippers that aren't my size that I'm not going to wear. Yeah, okay, but what's great. worse, walking down with your cup of cocoa or, out, you know, whatever time of day you're opening presents, summer, late night, and maybe after a midnight mass attendance, summer first thing in the morning. I don't know. However your household rules. What, what's worse? The I go down and I see the pile of stuff and just hope that the best thing under the tree is for me or hoping, wishing that, you know, the list was adhered to and I got one of the top two or three items on it only to open the gift and then find out it's not there. I think the letdown after opening the wrapping would be worse than just knowing, all right, here's what we're dealing with. Mm, I think you still got to have some kind of hope, right? I know you, you say, say hope I, is a hopes, dangerous thing. But I'm just saying. Gotta, in, the, in your scenario, hope, uh, I mean, could be a nice swift kick in the nether regions <laughs> if you open that wrapping paper and what little Tommy and, or Janie wanted isn't there. 
<laughs> Twitter at Al Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. I like you and Jane. I think you're going to go Aerosmith and TJ. Janie's guy. Uh, we will have more on Hard Knocks as it's debuting now. Uh, they open, actually, just watched it open up with Dak's ankle injury. Thanks for that. Yeah, Appreciate and thanks that. for showing the zipper yeah. down <laughs> the side of his leg. Glad we got to see that. That's awesome. Thanks well, so and immediately, much. what do you do? You have one or two highlights of him and immediately go to Jerry <laughs> sitting at a table. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a lot of money to give to a guy that we just zipped up his ankle on. Uh, oh, boy, it's going to be. We're have to print up some new Jerry Bucks. Got to put some new uh, denominations of dollars in there. Maybe get the $500 bill and put Stahl back on it. Or put Pearson on. He went to the Hall of Fame, right? We got Preston. Pe- oh, no, no. That was – oh, Drew Pearson went – oh, I kept calling Preston Pearson, congratulating him on the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, That's my fault. And, he was a hell of a fullback. But, uh, oh, boy, he was a hybrid guy. Caught balls out of the backfield. He might have been the first third down back, Preston Pearson. But, oh, boy, I sent him a bunch of champagne and, and congratulatory. Boy, I didn't send anything to Drew Pearson. He's probably mad at me now. Oh, boy, I got to figure that out. Okay. Well, and, and you heard that Jay Glazer report. And we're, we're working with the, the uh, you know, down with the Rangers on, on for, you know, a shoulder thing for Dak. We're actually going to pick whose shoulder he gets. <laughs> Steven, when's the last time you threw a ball? How, how my, how, how's, your, how's your arm? Can I take some uh, some cartilage out of your arm and give it to Dak? I mean, you don't need it that much, right? We can just take, we can just take it off and give it to you. Uh, so we'll have more football throughout the night. We'll react to hard knocks. And like I said, we got big quarterback stuff coming up. But today was a day where we watched Russell Westbrook meet the media for the first time as a Los Angeles Laker. And I got to say, even though I love the Westbrook trade, it was kind of fun to put the picture up on Twitter of him holding up his jersey number zero and then writing saying, oh, here's how many championships he's reminding us he has. It was kind of right there. I know it's low-hanging fruit, but I kind of had to have that. Yeah, you Uh, sent that to Frostburg, too, and (laughs) and we can't even talk about the response. I can't can't describe the response that you got off of that. He was not happy. Uh, But... I do have a message for everybody who wants to sit back and, and, and belittle every move the Lakers make. But first, let's hear from Russell Westbrook as in meeting the L.A. media today for the first time as a Laker, the biggest move in free agency, Westbrook goes to the Lakers. Uh, he was asked if he has anything left to prove in his NBA career. No, I don't. I've been blessed and thankful to be able to be in this league so long and and lucky to be able to to play and and be healthy. When I got drafted in the NBA, that was me proving people wrong. When I was able to go to college and get a degree, that was me proving people wrong. Not not a degree. I wish I got a degree. But go to college, go to UCLA from inner city, that was me proving people wrong. Just making it out the hood was proving people wrong. I, I don't need to do that anymore. And this is where LeBron came in and said, hey, you want to answer that question again about stuff you have to prove to people? Uh, We're trying to win. I'm about finals and winning. You want to answer that again? Now, already you're going to see all the critics going, oh, here's Russell Westbrook. He doesn't know what to say at the press conference. It'll be nuanced because people that that want to criticize it are not going to just say, oh, I can't believe it. He's not saying he wants a chance. But they'll nuance it and they will say, look, he's not ready. He doesn't really care about winning. He's there and he wants the spotlight uh, and I, I just want to say this right for everybody who thinks this was a bad move you're bringing in again one of the most dynamic players in the game and they're bringing in a team that they think is going to be able to compete for a title because of all the things that LeBron thinks he needs he needs veterans they brought in veterans LeBron doesn't trust the rookies okay they bring in veterans he's going to trust Melo when that happens the offense is going to run smoother when there's nights where LeBron needs a night off that's where Westbrook goes for 41 17 and 13 um 
come. He's playing on the best team he's been on in about a decade. So, yeah, Russell Westbrook, this move is much better than people say it is. Oh, he's not going to fit. Right, he's not going to fit. He's on a really good team, and LeBron's going to hold him accountable. The city, the team will hold him accountable. That's, that's how it works, right? You're playing with LeBron. It's different. There's no one that's played with LeBron that's been a star that's gone off and been like, well, my career is done now. You know, I, I, I can't go anywhere and do anything else. My career is over. No, everybody has gone to their, their basketball journeys and either made a lot of money or gone and been a star someplace else or won a championship. So that's kind of how it goes. But it's really not about Russell Westbrook. Okay, the decision I want, I want to get to today is kind of what was the, the undercard to Westbrook because this news late today, Dennis Schroeder, who initially was supposed to be the Lakers' missing weapon, right? He was going to be the point guard to come in. He was going to be able to score. He was going to dish. He was going to be the guy. And he, when they got Dennis Schroeder in the last offseason and Montrezl Howell, I said, boy, these are good signings. I always liked Dennis Schroeder. played well off the bench. Now he's got a role where he's going to be able to, uh, to, to slide right in, and, and he's got a couple of great players to set up, and it didn't work out. And Dennis Schroeder absolutely had to go. Now, luckily for the Lakers, and we've talked about this a lot, he turned down an $84 million extension because he thought I could play it better in free agency. Well, today he signed a one-year, $6 million deal with the Celtics. Yep. He's going to back up Marcus Smart next season. He thought I can cash in more than the $84 million, and instead, oh, here I am, one-year, $6 million. Now, this is what I mean by this, Mike, is that if the Lakers don't know what they're doing and everything is awful, let's look back and say who's the executive that's won a title most recently than all the other smart executives in the league. That's Rob Palenka. Put together a championship team a year ago and they won. Didn't work this year. Anthony Davis got hurt. Okay, but he just won a title. The most difficult way you can win a title uh, a year ago. So now he made a decision. Okay, now listen, we're not going to re-sign Dennis. We're not going to bring him back. He's a guy that we have to push out and go away. And here's Dennis Schroeder going for one year and six million. So you tell me who's right and who's wrong about being able to evaluate talent, know who to bring and who not to bring in. Hey, Schroeder turned it down. The Lakers didn't go back to him. They didn't say, hey, this is, this is, let's go back. Let's figure out something else. Let's do this. We'll do more money here. To, no, they decided, okay, he didn't do it. Now we got to let it play out. It didn't play out. We let him go. And here he is one year and $6 million for somebody else. So if everybody else sees the same thing as Dennis Schroeder, oh, so now suddenly the Lakers are still, they don't know what they're doing? I mean, I, 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 I can't get behind any of that. Well, I mean, look, the laundry list of reasons why this possibly doesn't work, I mean, we've exhausted them. And they'll be exhausted every day by folks who are lazy uh, as a topic every day till the season begins and then some afterwards, right? With Russell Westbrook and fit and all the dynamics, you know, you got a whole 82-game regular season to figure it out, right? It's the prelims. Let's call it what it is. If they're healthy, they're in the playoffs. And then now it's go time, right? That's it. And they're veteran professionals, and they recognize whose team it is. There's no fighting to be atop the food chain. If LeBron's on the court, it's his, period. And you kind of fall in line with however the offense is constructed from there. With Dennis Schroeder, I I saw way too much celebration. For us, we talked about it as a business move of the best gift the Lakers got was when he turned it down. 
And that's not deriding him. That is just the business reality of trying to adhere to a cap without going into luxury hell on a whole other level and restricting yourself in any other moves you can make. Because the rest of this doesn't happen if that deal's already, you know, in place. So the fact that he bet on himself and lost, right, bad work down the stretch, percentages came off of what he was able to do in Oklahoma City the year before, even though he played a little more time, scoring average down, field goal percentage down about 3%, three-point shooting went down 5%. So all, all of those things, and then, then Magic, wanted him kicked to the curb and took to a series of tweets that weren't you know obvious and were actually probably the the most aggressive against a player in the uniform that I think we've seen I think you could agree to that uh as well of all right this guy doesn't belong here uh and so now he finds a one-year deal and goes to try to remake himself in a what is currently a backup role but as it stands for the Lakers, it, it worked to their benefit. You bring in a guy who's a triple-double. We, we celebrated a little bit of Carmelo Anthony while you were out yesterday because he did his talking. Uh, I think we exchanged the Carmelo Anthony gif of nodding his head and smiling about 20 times mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate it's and commemorate the day. It's a great and, one. And it, but if it does blow up, it, it blows up, and it could be any of the reasons laid out, right, of age and everything else. But you know what? It's a weird business where guys that are 23 get hurt and get lost for seasons too. So anybody that wants to do the, oh, just because the guy blew out candles on a birthday cake again, he's going to suddenly crumble to dust, uh, I think they need to couch those takes for a while mm. uh, and, and and remember that it is, it is a game of attrition year in, year out, regardless of what father time and where he stands, you know, with his finger extended for you. I mean, I get it. it's fashionable to criticize the Lakers. Everyone hates them. I understand this, right? They're the evil empire in the NBA, but it's like, how many facts can you ignore? Oh, bringing in Westbrook was bad. What about, oh, but, but Schroeder? Well, nobody else wanted him. Oh, well, maybe that was a good move then. It's like, I'm just going to keep not liking it, and I'm going to hope that they don't win the title, because as long as they don't win the title, I can say, oh, look, see, the Lakers move stunk. Ah, it was all terrible. Look, they couldn't win the title. It wasn't enough. The Lakers move stunk. They're all just as long as they don't win the title, I can stand up and thump my chest and say, Yeah, it worked. Everybody wants to do it. But I'm telling you, these moves are good. They're working. Trust me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Isn't life grand? With its wide variety of rewards and challenges, the innate human spirit drives us to overcome all types of hardships. This past year hasn't been easy, but through life's ups and downs, we've realized the importance of having a health partner you can trust. Providence is a health partner that invests in your health, looking beyond just physical well-being to understand the uniqueness of each patient holistically. At Providence, caregivers see the life in you, the whole you. 
I know that I'm able to feel my very best when I take action on my health. Providence has a rich heritage of future-focused healthcare brought to life by clinical excellence and human connections. With 52 hospitals, over 1,000 neighborhood clinics, Providence is with you, the whole you, while we reach for a healthier future together. Learn more about Providence and its vision for health for a better world at providence.org. It might only be midsummer, but Macy's has back to school on their mind. Fall will be here before you know it, so start shopping now for all the essentials. Not only does Macy's have all the clothing styles you need, shirts, denim, shoes, and more, but you can also shop for backpacks, lunchboxes, and more. Plus, if you're heading off to college, Macy's also has tons of bedding, sheets, small appliances, a coffee maker is a must for dorm life, and all the rest of it. Start shopping now so you're all set come fall. Visit macy's.com slash back to school. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo, hard knocks. Hitting the halfway pole. And still, it's hard to unsee the Dak Prescott injury and the zipper on the leg. Boy, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's really do- – once you see that, it's tough to say, yeah, I, don't know, I can block that out of my memory forever. It's very, very easy. That's tough to do. No, I don't have the volume up, obviously, as we're doing the show here in the mobile Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, but really, it just looks like a lot of Dak standing around and glory shots of Mike McCarthy and his fabulous gray beard. That's really, well, really all I've seen through 25 well, minutes here. Well, let's be honest with Hard Knocks. I mean, we'll get into Hard Knocks much more next hour after it airs. People get a chance to see it and everything else. But really, don't you have to kind of plan it around Dak and Zeke? I mean, don't you have to do it? I mean, doesn't everything Yeah, they already had the uh, present thing going on here. You know? I mean, it's kind of got to be around that. because I mean, as much as you can say, hey, this battle for the third, you know, cornerback job is between three players and that's uh, – I, I get it. It's kind of interesting, you know, but we've seen that so many times. Oh, I want to see Dak and Zeke. Okay, how are they doing? How's Dak doing? How's Zeke doing? How's Dak and Zeke doing? How's Dak doing without Zeke? How's Zeke doing without Dak? How is Dak when he doesn't have Zeke? How's Dak when he has Zeke then doesn't have Zeke? How is Dak without Zeke and then get Zeke, but then doesn't get Zeke, and then Zeke comes back and then doesn't get Dak. I mean, that's that's kind of what you want to see. I buddy, mean, it's I mean, not a it's not a cop movie. It's not a buddy cop movie. Hey, or, or hey sitcom. you know what? Dude, how much better would Hard Knocks be if it was repackaged as a sitcom? All right, yeah, think well, about that, right? That, yeah. Dak and Zeke are roommates, right? And Jerry Jones is the crazy rich upstairs neighbor who shows up, and you know who plays him? Is Creed from The Office. Boom, and he oh, comes good. in, and he's yeah. Jerry. I mean, with you know, or maybe I could do it, considering my Jerry Jones impression. But Creed from the Office play, and he comes downstairs every once in a while. He's always got money like falling out of his pockets when he walks. So even when he's not saying anything, it's funny. And you repackage it into a sitcom, and people laugh. And you get to make an amalgam of a um, owner, so it'll be a little bit of Jerry Jones, a little bit of Jim Ursay, and a little bit of James Dolan, because Ursay is a big music guy, buys a lot of music items, just bought a uh, an Elton John piano that was signed and, and whatever, uh, has a bunch of famous guitars, and then you have James Dolan uh, doing his thing on stage, and, and Creed was a member of a band, so he can play the guitar <laughs> and like sing little ditties about the uh, the episode. Now, 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 be, be very specific, because Ty Shirt's going to hear that and go, wait, Creed, band, we're going to play that? No, I don't want, we're not playing Creed tonight, okay? You we're know it runs with Creed. Creed. No, 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 Ty Shirt, we're not. We're not. Oh, I know. Freed? What is it? Nickelback. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme with anything. 
See, if this show was a, was a sitcom, you and I would be the, the roommates, and Teicher would be the upstairs neighbor who would always come up and down with crazy kind of things going on. The agitator. Go, okay. okay, Kramer. We'll what does Creed rhyme with? Oh, I know. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme with anything. It's all wrong. Didn't you go to school? And then Teicher would be the guy telling a story. I would say, hey, Alex, tell me about the healthiest thing to eat when, that has quinoa in it. He would go, well, you know, Jay. And then I would slam the door on him, and everybody would laugh. Well, you, and then I would open the door like the end of the scene, like five minutes later, and he'd be saying, so then if you add the radicchio in, it would actually be, and I have to slam the door again, and we'd go to commercial. Boom, there's the first segment of the show right there. And I got laughs, 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 laughs. You could repackage a lot of sitcoms and, and do very successful at it. Well, if you have Creed Bratt in there, you've won. Yes. I mean, come on. If Creed is Jerry Jones, I mean, that would be great. And then Who you doesn't could love Creed? You could change, like, the guy that plays Steven every week is, like, some kind of, of uh, like, a character actor who is, is very popular and people know, and then they just change him every week. Like, you're not and, – and nobody else, you know, knows the difference. But you have some star coming in and doing it every week. That would be pretty cool. I kind of dig that. Like Mark Paul Goslar could come in and be uh, Stephen Jones one day and do it just like, you know, he's Zach from Saved by the Bell. That'd be Time nice. out. Yeah, that would work. That would work. Dave Coulier would then be uh, Stephen Jones on another one. And he would cut have his cut it, it out. out right? <laughs> uh, we're going to cut this guy. Okay, Stephen, drop the paperwork. Cut it out. See, look at that. I mean, look, it writes itself. Repackage Hard Knocks as a sitcom. Who says no? <laughs> that kind of night here on the show right now uh now but speaking of quarterbacks okay i'm feeling a little i'm feeling a little i'm feeling out there a little bit tonight like i'm, I'm feeling i want to i want to i want to strengthen my legs here and stretch my legs a little bit here uh we saw the story today that aaron Rodgers likely is not going to play in the preseason tj the summer of love will begin i'm sorry i know it's been there all day but i've had to say it so he's not going to play at all in the preseason. The Packers say they're happy. They, they are getting a chance to look at Jordan Love. And the beginning of the anything you want, Aaron, era begins for the Packers, which will go from now and will end sometime at the end of December. But after hearing this a day ago, right, still Aaron Rodgers saying things are okay. Yeah, things are all right. We're moving forward. But my relationship with GM Brian Gutekunst, oh, boy, it still isn't where I'd like it, where I want it to be. And uh, we're still doing a lot of work at it. Take a listen. I think it's a work in progress for sure. I mean, I think relationships aren't formed uh, in a matter of a couple of days. You know, there's there's time where the respect grows and the, and the communication follows you know i think the the greatest relationships that you have you know with your friends and loved ones involve conversations that flow you know you can not talk to a close friend for a few months and pick up right where you left off there's no break in in communication there's no forced conversations or you gotta hit this person up because it's on your to-do list that day you know it's all about wanting to have those those conversations and, and wanting to uh you know to be in conversation like that and uh you know, we're, uh, we've had a couple conversations and been positive conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been playing phone tag. We're pretending that we like each other. If I'm the Packers, okay, this is where I'm feeling it now. I'm like, okay, Aaron's here. We understand that the good times are over when he leaves, right? Which is going to be the end of the year. We just want to move on. Jordan Love, boy, this guy's just not very good, and we really screwed ourselves. The good times are over, right? We're, he's going to go someplace else and play, and then he's going to not hold back on Gutekunst and everything else. But if I'm the Packers, I say, okay, you know what? Let's have a meeting, Aaron. And I'm, I'm the brain trust, and I'm Mark Murphy. And everybody, I walk in, and I go, okay, let's have a meeting here. It seems like all of your issues are with Gutekunst, right? Yes. Yes, they are. Okay. 
if we promise to fire him after this season, will you stay? And maybe then Aaron Rodgers goes, oh, hmm, I can win. I can win. I come back. I get the culture change I want. I show my power. I get to stay a one franchise star. Mm, okay, yeah, maybe you got me there. And then if I'm the Packers, I go, all right, we'll do it, but we'll give you input to hire the next GM. Great, great, great. However, once we do this, you now stay silent. You don't criticize the team in the media. You don't criticize the front office. This is over, and you don't do this anymore, and you let us do our jobs. Now, it sounds crazy, but what isn't crazy about this situation already with Aaron Rodgers where I'm going to hold out, and now I'm not going to come back, and then I'm going to come back, but I'm going to put in my contract that I can be traded after this year, and you have to trade me. They're making up the rules as they go along. So I go to him, and I say, listen, we're not going to do it now because it looks like we're just doing your bidding. But if it doesn't work, right, and clearly we spend this time – figuring out our next GM, whatever it is, and we say after this season's over, he will be gone. Will you stay? Can we work on a new deal, put the framework in place right now? And then maybe he says, oh, yes, then I'll stay. Because really, if you're the Packers and you got to replace somebody, do you really not want to replace your GM as, as opposed to one of the best quarterbacks of the NFL for the past 15 years who is just coming off winning the MVP and has three or four phenomenal good years left? Really, You're really going to choose keeping the GM over Aaron Rodgers? No, no. I throw it out there and I say, hey, listen, he doesn't know we're here because obviously he doesn't want to know. But I say if we fire him, Will you stay? And then maybe he says yes, and maybe you figure everything out. That's what I do right now if I'm the Packers. I would love to see how much of the other stuff is in writing, though, right? The we'll revisit this after the year because that's like the verbal, okay, we're good, right? We'll talk about it. We'll see where we're at after a year. I I don't know that you can put that into a contract. If player is still unhappy and has frowny face emojis uh, related to front office personnel, we, we have to trade him. I don't. I don't think you're ever a, agreeing to that in writing, uh, and I, I would love to see that. Maybe there's a mutual understanding uh, of revisiting and maybe some hard conversations. But uh, likewise with your proposal, I don't know how much you could put that in based on the way the CBA works and all. But certainly handshake agreements uh, behind the scenes. And but it still comes back to me of all right. He gave back a little bit of money at the eleventh hour here so they could get Randall Cobb back. Yay. Uh, And hadn't really offered to do that, at least as far as we know before, you know, when his precious group of friends were being uh, removed from from the equation in the past. Right. Kept collecting his cash and whatever. I still talk about the on field stuff of you are the general. Uh, You could have flipped Lafleur off and and really forced the issue if you wanted to Uh, as related to said field goal and all those things. But that's a whole argument for another time Uh, as related to this. Yeah, I, I think there's still battles to be waged, but promising the fire of the guy right now uh, might be it might be a bit extreme. Hey, no, you have by to, the, right? Yeah, but you let, let's dance around it for the next twenty weeks. He's not. You know, staying. You're, I go right you're, now. You're, you're in the you're in the office, buddy, but you're really not. And Aaron, why does Aaron giggle every time he walks down the hall? Every time he sees me, he just starts giving me that John Cena wave, like he can't see me. Why? Like, what, what, what does that why, mean? Why does he show? 
show up with a tape measure and starts measuring things in the office. Why, why does he have consultants coming in talking about putting in a new window? My window is big enough. I can see the practice field from here. This is all good. I mean, I, I do that because really it's going to come down to that. Are you going to keep your GM? You're going to keep your quarterback. I'm sorry, but you got to keep your quarterback when it's Aaron Rodgers. If it's not, if, if your quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke, okay, then you're keeping your GM. When your quarterback's Aaron Rodgers, you keep him. So I, you know what? Let's push the advantage right now. If we find, you don't say anything. If this gets out, it's done. If this gets out, it is absolutely Here's the done. NDA. All right. You know, this is what all the things you need to agree to. We will do. We will get rid of this guy because you can't stand him. And you know what? Honestly, I don't like him either. You know, I mean, we had, you know, when Betty left last week, we had a cake for her. He took the last slice of cake. She didn't even get a cake, piece of cake on her last day. I mean, it's just not there. You know, when, he, when the water jug finishes up in the, in, the, in the hallway, he doesn't call to get it replaced. He just leaves it there thinking somebody else is going to do it. You know, I, I don't like him either. I'm with you on this, Aaron. I go and say, let if we fire him, will you stay? Just think about that because then what's he going to say i mean if this is where your problems are at if this is where your problems are at then this is how you solve them and say okay i like being here i like this i like all right then now maybe i don't have to leave and everything is all right i've gotten everything that i complained about i don't like the culture i don't like decisions i don't like the way people are treated and i have embodied it in one person so if i'm the packers i go do that and say if we say we're going to fire him will you stay and, and see where that goes. Put that pressure down there and see. And if he comes back positive, you just save the Packers franchise. Because I feel bad for Brian Gutekunst. Okay, but obviously, look, you can't get along with your quarterback. That's part of how it goes. But I, 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 I'm feeling that right now. Go do that and let's see what happens. And then you can get rid of a whole next four months of drama. And then the day after the season ends, you have a press conference saying, uh, we're going to introduce Aaron Rodgers, uh, who just agreed to a new four-year, $200 million contract. Everybody Everybody's going crazy in the press room. Oh, my God. And you go, and we fired Brian Gutekunst. So here's Aaron Rodgers. Come on in, Aaron. Come on in, Aaron. Come on, sit down, sit down. Wait, what did you just say in the microphone? I said, here's Aaron Rodgers. No, you said something about Gutekunst. No, 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 no. I just said Aaron Rodgers coming in. Oh, you know, I completely do that, 100%. During the course of the season, we noticed you guys didn't really bring in any free agents to look at. <laughs> Week to week, well, we didn't. Have, we we had an empty suit in the office. It's like, but Gutekunst was here. He was playing Frogger the whole time. I mean, he wasn't working here. We'd already agreed he was fired. He took the the buyout and just agreed to hang out to make it look like he was still here. Man, you you got you went away for a weekend and came up with some wild scenarios, hanging out in the the desert or something. Man, did you see some coyotes in the sky while you're at it? No, no, no. Although there was. Was a coyote warning in my house? Not in my house. A coyote in the house in my neighborhood. There was in a my house. Warning. In my house, there was a coyote warning. But the warning was, "Oh my God, it's a coyote!" No, no, there actually was a coyote warning in my neighborhood this weekend. A couple of coyotes have made it becoming down more and more common wherever. down by us, man. And I tell you, we have a lot of stray cats, so uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, probably a couple of fewer uh, over the course of the last week. <laughs> you might be right about that. You could be. They had a good run. Hi, Brian Gutekunst. Hey, Brian, listen, are you going to go to the USC Pro Day? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Ding, 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 ding. Are you playing Frogger? No, 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 no. Oh, come on. Turn the volume down, volume down, volume down. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I might go to UCLA Pro Day instead. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, all right, bye. Click. Ding, 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 ding. You know, I think they're actually bringing a uh, human version of Frogger like Costanza played all those years ago. I really? thought I saw Kyle Brandt was going to be part of it. Like that, okay. that, that was something that was being taped. So like you're on a, a large grid that you have to navigate. Mm. Like eat like the frog, eat the fly. Wow. 
if, 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 if there's actually something really bad happens to the person at the end, that, that people would watch. Boy, I really got to get into that, that opening. Well, if you really top. get flattened by a truck, I tell you, I mean, that's <laughs> – what, what am I signing away here? Well, you, you ever play Frogger? Nope. <laughs> ding, 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 Signed up. Ding, I signed up for all ding, game shows trying to earn a buck here in Hollywood. Ding, 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 ding. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With so many things wanting your attention, it can be hard to focus. The HP Spectre X360 has focus mode for multitasking and productivity. By dimming apps in the background when not in use, it helps to save your battery life as well. There are a million things happening all at once. Emails, text messages, social media, news alerts. Trying to get work done is hard. Scheduling appointments, rescheduling appointments, so many windows open, even more tabs, and noises. So many noises. It can be hard to focus on your thoughts. Which is why the HP Spectre X360 2-in-1 Convertible PC with Windows 10 has focus mode. So you can focus on your thinking and optimize your power. HP Spectre X360. A more thoughtful laptop. Spotted Gossip Girl is now streaming on HBO Max. The iconic series returns nine years after the original website went dark. This summer, a new generation of New York private school teens are introduced to the inescapable social surveillance of Gossip Girl. There's a big secret among the ruling class of Constance Billard, but it won't stay hidden for long. Her spies are everywhere and they're hiding in plain sight. The truth, the lies, and the unforgettable scandals of private school royalty will soon be exposed for the world to see. We all know that social media has changed the game, influence reigns supreme, and in this brave new world, you're no one until you're verified. Behind that filter, all that glitters isn't always gold, and no good secret goes unpublished. Gossip Girl is back to surface the subtweets, expose the DMs, and be your one and only guide into the scandalous lives of New York's elite. You know you've missed her. XOXO Gossip Girl, streaming now exclusively on HBO Max. Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store calls account for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I'm an ass, man. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations. They do apply. So we have a crazy-ass development from Hard Knocks coming your way in about 10 minutes. Uh, But... Something that the rest of the world gets when it comes to stars and star athletes that 
I think we could learn from them a little bit more here in the United States, right? Like today, Lionel Messi uh, came to Paris and finalized his two-year $80 million contract with Paris Saint-Germain, right? Big story of the last few days, leaving Barcelona. And there was going to be this big news conference today. Uh, They couldn't because of the huge worldwide interest in this story. They had to push it to tomorrow. Fans were waiting for his plane to land. Hundreds of fans were waiting in Paris for his plane to land because now he's going to play with Paris Saint-Germain. Nobody, we don't do that for LeBron. We don't do that for Tom Brady. Nobody even wanted Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is probably the Lionel Messi of the, of the United States, although Brady's won a little bit more. I mean, Messi's won for Argentina once, but he's won a lot of championships. Uh, we don't do that. We don't do that for our stars because we find a way to find out what we like about them, not like, and, and we, we don't just say, hey, this guy is great and we can enjoy his greatness, right? It's something that the rest of the world gets when it comes to their stars that we don't, right? We, because... They find the athletes they like, the ones who do it better than anybody else, whether it's Messi or, you know, but mainly it's soccer throughout the country, throughout the globe, because that's really the big the biggest sport. Obviously, they find the right ones and they just love them. Even the one even even if they they're loyal to the team they're playing at or not, if it's the biggest rival, doesn't matter. They find who they like and they're loyal to them. And then obviously, look, if someone comes up and says things and, and is and is divisive. Yeah, then then you become, you know, fodder and, and people go back and forth. But if you're just a great player and they like it, hey, guess what, man? Fans will just love you. And, you know, we lose that. There's a little bit. We're a little too quick to hate sometimes here in the United States where the rest of the globe, you see an athlete and you go, boy, he's great. I want to go see his plane land. I want, you don't even like Perry St. Germain. Doesn't matter. It's messy. He's coming. It's, a, it's an event. I have to go do it. Uh, they they kind of get more happiness about sports sometimes than we do. Well, bigger icons, celebratory, and the money uh, multiply it out, right? Brady's made a lot. Uh, Messi's made more. Uh, and certainly the <laughs> largest of those contracts uh, just have you scratching your head. I mean, come on, how many times in your scroll today as you're looking at stories and, and counting the, the latest updates from Jets camp, did you see the sad people standing there watching his image being painted over? Mm. Uh, as he left, right, mm. outside the stadium. Uh, you know, the big mural that, that's basically across the entirety of the stadium had yeah, to they be were wiped the big, out. And with the big white people, roller going, bye! Yeah. But all these people are standing there crying, and it's an emotional time. I mean, the best we could do is we track uh, planes like NORAD, like tracking Santa Claus on, on Christmas Eve. Oh, there's a plane moving. What is it? Is that the coach and GM on to see a player? Is it, you know, and that kind of thing. That's about as good as it gets. Otherwise, people uh, do a lot of hand-wringing once uh, an announcement's made. But, yeah, in terms of, of tracking things like this, no. I, I half expected, uh, you know, going to Paris looking for answers to questions that bothered his soul to be the theme song for Messi uh, and for the nation to shut down. I'll tell you, sometimes the rest of the world gets it right. That crazy story from Hard Knocks next. I'm Robert Evans, host of It Could Happen Here, a podcast about the possibility of a second American civil war. Well, now I've written a novel, After the Revolution. It's set 50 years in the future in a Texas racked by civil war. 
It follows three characters, a fixer named Manny leading reporters through the war zone, a young extremist named Sasha determined to join a militia called the Heavenly Kingdom, and an old veteran named Roland with a body full of US Army cyberware and a head full of missing memories. Listen to After the Revolution on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All chapters of After the Revolution are out now in audiobook form and on atrbook.com as an EPUB. I'm Robert Evans, and hey, bad news, the world is falling apart. Between climate change and creeping authoritarianism, a lot of bad stuff's happening. The good news is every end is also a beginning, and we have a chance to maybe make a better new world in the ashes of the old. Every day, Monday through Friday on It Could Happen Here, we talk about collapse and how to spin it into something better. Listen to It Could Happen Here starting on August 16th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Four from the South is a new podcast hosted by me, Steve Healy. And me, Fabrizio Copano. Guess what, America? You are part of Latin America. You may not like it, but it's happened. Time to learn about Mexico, Central America, South America. It's part of your world. Each week, we'll bring you four stories from Latin America. Get you know your neighbors. Listen to Four from the South starting on August 12th on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll enjoy it. Muy bueno. Very good podcast.